Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 2.30 afternoon show. John Johnson, Hunter Brody, and for Jack and Ike off the rest of the week. Hunter back in tomorrow alongside Marcus Hayes, who we will get into a very, very aggravating column that he wrote uh, for today's Inquirer. So stay tuned for that. I also I have to introduce our Twitter poll question right here, which is sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. Looking for the perfect engagement ring? Mark's Jewelers for diamond engagement rings that will fit any budget. Online at marks-jewelers.com. Broads, there's one thing that I absolutely love about this Sunday's game. Um, sure, it's NFL football. Okay, it's the Eagles, even though it's been kind of a frustrating season to this point, even though they lead the division. Um, the start time. Oh, the start time of this game is absolutely beautiful. Ooh, yeah. This, <laughs> this Twitter poll question. The best start time for an Eagles game is, I've given you three options here, 1 o'clock, 425, or 815. Broads? Yes. I think I know the answer. We briefly discussed this yesterday. Of those three options, which is your favorite? Well, it's 1 o'clock, and I think it's because I love the morning when you know that football is right there at 1. You can get up, have your coffee, maybe you make some chocolate chip pancakes, some eggs, you name it, and then bada-bing, bada-boom, you wrap up a late breakfast and football is ready to rock. What is the um, – I'm going to take a guess. Though. I want to take a stab at it. What is the current leader? Is it 425? Because I think people like the – have a morning, and then be able to get home, relax, and then bang, 425. So I posted the, the Twitter poll about an hour before the show got underway. Um, and right now, leading the votes with 62% is, is 1 o'clock. Wow. Believe it or not. The I'm 1 o'clock a- game's leading the way. I'm actually shocked to see that. I wonder, see, I, I am afraid at how this poll may play out because it, this may be a realization for the two of us that we are getting older because we prefer the 1 o'clock game. Ben Kenny. I gotta see. See, Ben's in a different point in his life. He got married and have kids. Guys going camping in the woods for weeks at a time. Uh, Ben, allegedly, definitely for sure. What's the best start time for an Eagles game? I like night games. Oh, but no, no, no. it's it's not because I tailgate or I'm out there. I work here. I work doing the audio for the game. I like having a full day, having a real oh, day so before you're working. That's working. not the same. Let's say you're not working. Well, you asked me which one I like more. No, hold on a minute. Take the professional part out of it. You're off. You're not working on game day. Which time do you prefer? I forget what that's like. Um, yeah, but probably 1 o'clock. You would go 1 o'clock. Absolutely. Well, I liked, I'll say this. College football, I think 11 a.m. kickoffs are the best thing in the world. 11 is too early, though. No, it's not. How, well, how so? Well, you, you just wake up earlier. And it's well, great, and then it ends at two or three, and you have a full day afterwards. Right, but it's gonna. I mean, okay, so okay, so you're getting the day over with earlier. I understand that, but you get the one o'clock game. Like, like here's, bro, here's my game plan on this coming Sunday. I'm very lucky. I, I've been watching games with my father my entire life. Now he comes to my house, but I love getting up on Sunday morning, and I hit up the couple different stores I got to hit up. 
You know, you get the, they usually get like the sliced pepperoni, get some Ooh. nice, get a couple different kinds of cheese. Got the charcuterie board going on right there. Wow. Like, oh, we're gonna do, we're gonna do roast beef this time. Uh, we could do some roast beef. Uh, we're gonna do, you know, we could do some wings. We could do this. Like, I get the spread going. You get it. You, it's almost like a tailgate, but at home. And then you get to relax. You vegetate. You, you take in way too many calories. You watch the game, and then you still have your entire evening. It's beautiful. The the four twenty five game ruins it. Because you got it's that much longer to wait, and by the time the game's over, it's like, oh my god, it's already eight o'clock at night. The eight fifteen game that can just put that on a rocket and shoot it into orbit. I hate the eight fifteen game. Brutal. It's is that a sign that you're old? It could be. Like the I eight- can't lie to you. It could be. It could be. That's where we're at in our lives. That we just want it to be earlier. Because eight fifteen by the time that game finishes, it's eleven thirty. Nick Sirianni <laughs> speaks. It's midnight, and I'm sick and tired of waiting that long for everything to end. I want to backpack off this though, because not only do I like the one o'clock start, and I don't know if it's just you and the pops or you and a couple other people, but one thing that I'm anti, and I understand this could be a character flaw. All right. I'm anti going out to watch the game. I don't like the bar scene and mm. even even if the audio is pumped into the bar stop too much going on i need to sit on my couch i could do family yeah. all right i could do maybe three family members but if you're the fourth family member i'm sorry you didn't make the cut this week you got to text me <laughs> earlier the next week i am when i do want like my kids watch with us too i am a big fan of small a very small group when you're watching an eagles game i don't like the chattering of conversations no, no I'm, we're watching the game shut up we're watching the game you know, here's some food. Stuff your face. It's exactly. the type, those type of things. Okay, good. And with the night game, by the way, like I, it is getting to the point. God, I hate saying this. I start to fall asleep at halftime. It's a horrible feeling. All right. Well, I'm not that old. You're, does that not happen to you? Not to fall asleep. Like halftime, you're sitting there on the couch, and you're like, uh-oh, here it comes. The problem here, though, is I'm such a coffee addict that I'm brewing a cup of coffee or three or four, so I don't even get myself in that position. Oh, so Okay, so you're, you're planning ahead then. Yes. I <laughs> yep, I plan ahead to make sure that doesn't happen. Right, you're welcome to vote. The best start time for an Eagles game. Um, I had to use my Twitter account. The afternoon show, Jack has it locked up like Fort Knox, so we couldn't tweet it from that account. So it's on my account, at John Johnson WIP. Feel free to vote. I'll give you guys an update in about an hour's time. Uh, Alan Quakertown was up next. How you doing, Al? Oh, just simply marvelous listening to you guys. Uh, So, Al, here we are. It's a Thursday afternoon. Sunday at 1 o'clock, Eagles will take the field to face Jonathan Gannon's Arizona Cardinals. What are you demanding they do on Sunday? Total performance. You know, too much emphasis is placed on the coaches not doing their job. What about the players? Hmm. I want to see them raise up to their total potential. My graduating father judge in 1964, I went right in the Marine Corps in September. I was proud, still proud to put on that uniform. Ooh, wait a minute. Now, the Eagles today, when you're picked or chosen Mm -hmm. to be the best part of the Philadelphia Eagles, Mm-hmm. Take some pride in it. Do your job. That's it, bro. Not a, no, no, no. <laughs> Al, I appreciate it. I loved every bit of that phone call, by the way. Me too. Is Okay. The, this is more of a modern-day athlete issue, I would say, overall. Not you know saying everyone, but it, it, it is a common theme. That pride is not so much a thing anymore. Broads, would you like to comment on that? I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree, though, to a degree. I think it's a little bit more of like, 
every man for themselves, kind of. We talk about this a little bit when it comes to the rivalry stuff. Yeah. Do the players feel it the same way we do? Absolutely not, because there's a brotherhood in the NBA. There's a brotherhood in the NFL, and, you know, there's so much respect between guys. That's why that San Fran game, for once, it felt like real hatred. It yeah. felt legit. It felt different than majority of these regular season games, and to lose the way you did, that's probably why it hurts as much as it did, because for once, I thought that there was some extra juice and they flatline but I, I will say this to his point because I'm the first one to raise my hand and apply a lot of blame towards players probably 90% of the time over coaching but these are one of the smaller um, choices or smaller percentages I should say of when I think we need to look at the coaching first I don't do this hmm. often but this is the time and this is when things start to really collapse and that's when management and coaching has to get the po the finger pointed yeah. at them first. Yeah, I think most would agree with you. Oh, God. Here we go. Prepare yourself. Mad Mike is on WIP. Hi, Mike. Hey, John Johnson. How the heck are you? Hey, Brody. What's Brody. up? Uh, one, I love your lead-in because I know I should get ready on the phone because you're about to come to me, so that's always great. Um, can I say one thing real <laughs> quick before we get started here? I, I suppose. Um, what, what is this in reference to? I see you. What a girl eating a charcuterie board. Ex excuse me, sir. If you were to show up at my house, which you wouldn't get the invitation, first of all, but if I did invite you, you would walk and you'd say, wow, John, what is that? that that's beautiful. Can I get oh, some of that? And you know what I'm yeah. going to do? I'm going to say, no, you're not allowed to have it. I don't want your stupid girl charcuterie. My wife is all about charcuterie. Oh, girls like charcuterie boards, you big nerd. You don't like meats and cheeses? It's stupid. It's like, why don't we spend $100 on a on an appetizer? Because that's what it costs. To put you it cheap bastard. <laughs> so anyway, uh, to my point, to, to the Delaware Valley and to that big dork in, in Deptford, Andy, let me just say this. The, these next two games and even the last week's game, all they're going to do is get the Eagles fans little spirits and hopes up. Oh, our team's fixed. Our team's fixed. We beat up on really bad teams. And then the playoffs are going to come, and then they're going to be reminded that they stink. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, now hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Your dog's even trying to correct you right there. Now, uh, here's, the, now here's the thing, though, Mike. We, uh, at a certain point yesterday, we got into a conversation about how so many teams in the league are flawed this year. You have to agree with that. So it's not just the Eagles. Yeah, but the Eagles are the focus of this area, and they are – they, no one wants to admit their flaws. Like, this team – like, Jalen Hurts regressed this year. No matter what you want to say, he has regressed. And if you don't want to admit that he's injured, he's just, then even more so – because I agree he doesn't want to admit he's injured. But then even more so, he's regressed. This defense stinks, and that's because Howie spent money on old players that he shouldn't have paid instead of paying young players that he let get away. And now – you have a bunch of underachievers and, and prima donna wide receivers who don't get enough touches. Uh, <laughs> Mike, if, here's a hypothetical. Let's say the Eagles 
finally show what many were hoping for, and they put it together, and they make a run, and they win the Super Bowl. Would you apologize? No, because they're not going to do that. <laughs> All right, get out of here. Now, I, I can't do this. I, I don't want to end up sounding like a mad Mike'sman because I am not a mad Mike'sman, and I want to be very clear. He did hit on some points there, though. Oh, no. I mean, Howie Roseman did spend too much money on James Bradbury, an old corner. Yeah. You are sitting here with old corners while you let C.J. Gardner-Johnson go and you let T.J. Edwards go, this young talent. He's willing to spend a lot of money on old secondary players instead of drafting them. Ever since the Sidney Jones attempt that backfired big time, his unwillingness to commit to drafting a young stud secondary player is why you are in a predicament where your hands are tied behind your back and you have to pay these two old corners. That's real, you know, and Jalen Hurts isn't playing as well. Now, unfortunately, the messenger loses some credibility because Mad Mike is Mad Mike for a reason. There's a lot of truth in what he just Mm. said, and that actually makes me sick. I was watching film this morning of Jalen Hurts because I've been putting so much of this. I I know that Jalen Hurts has regressed a little bit, and I wonder how much the knee plays a part in that. I think it does a lot, by the way. And I've been – because so much of that I've been putting on the coaching staff because of the slow development of the plays are very basic and rely on players creating on their own and getting separation. But, boy, after watching just the Giants game alone, some of the tape – Jalen Hurts is so quick to get out of that pocket rather than let his guys try to create and then, if it all else fails, get out. Because the offensive line so many times over in that game did their job. He just – he had no patience, and he would just roll out to his right almost every single time. So, I – God, why you got to make me agree with Mike? I know. It's bad. (sighs) It's bad. It's it's really bad. I don't know, though, because going back to more of the Jalen Hurts rolling out thing, I don't know how much of it is – He doesn't believe in this coaching staff. And if he knows the routes, is he seeing something where as he's getting the ball, he's leaving because he goes, oh, this is not going to work. This is a disaster. Or I'm I'm looking for reasons to almost defend him, and I'm trying to justify it when it's smacking me right in the (laughs) face. The guy's leaving the pocket too early. I'm trying to find answers. And if I don't trust the coaching staff scheme, then maybe Jalen Hurts doesn't either, and he recognizes that this is not going to work. I I guess – and the way you're explaining it makes me all of a sudden want to go back to coaching. Because if I'm seeing this, just some fan watching the film, obviously the coaching staff is well aware of it, and it has been happening for a period of time now. So maybe they should be designing something that would help him out and simplify things for him. And, but instead, we keep seeing similar plays over and over again. Hmm. Dustin in the Northeast is on WIP. Yo, Dustin! Double J, what's going on, brother? Oh, look, look at you being a daywalker now. Uh, it feels weird, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Nah, I, damn right I like it. There's a lot I more people. I mean, it's nice to sleep at night, no, but there's a lot more people out, which makes it more of a pain. I mean, it's not the same. I know, dude. Everybody's all over the place. Everybody's up everybody's butt. Dude, dude what? thank God he brought me on. Hunter, first of all, Hunter, it's about damn time you came to a real station where you get to put your voice out there, okay? Well, I I appreciate the support, Dustin. And, dude, John, I was telling you last week, dude, his his Twitter or um, his TikTok account, you you want to get some some content for overnight. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm not on TikTok. What what is featured, Dustin, on on Broad's TikTok account? Uh Uh Uh-oh. Give me an example. It's when you see his excitement 
and how he gets into it, dude, he's one of us, man. He ain't faking it. This is who he is. He's a, he's a great personality on the Are oh, you putting, like, Confirm. reaction videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so dude. I'll do, like, my post-game great. reaction pods, and I'll take a little snippet of it, and I'll post it on TikTok. I mean, John, you do get a firsthand kind of uh, doing this show. I mean, you, you see the yeah, yeah, yeah. You, He gets it firsthand. So, so it's a very animated, yeah. I'm happy or sad somewhere in between. Exactly. Oh, oh it's great. Hard, hard on the sleep, John. Hard on the sleep. And, bro, you're with the powerhouse at WIP. This is the best host. You get you 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 got this this mix up is great, man. This, Thanks, this Dustin. This is a great you guys sound great together, guys. Hey, great, hey how dare show. you, Ben Kenny? Shut up over there. Ben Kenny's all bent because you're giving us say something nice about Ben. He'll stop he'll stop this, getting upset. Get to the Eagles point. <laughs> oh my God. Right, Dustin, you just got an enemy Ben's now. Good at chess, dude. I'll give him that, dude. He, he, that's what he's got, right? That's he's a chess guy. Listen. Yeah. Man, Mike, you are so off your rocker, dude. And me and him always go back and forth, John. And I'm, I don't know why you guys let him get so much airtime. All he does is hate on the Eagles. I understand that they're not winning pretty. The hardest thing to do in the NFL is win football games. Not to mention the San Francisco 49ers, who's the clear favorites to win the Super Bowl. They went on a three-game losing streak. The Dallas Cowboys right now, who apparently is so much better than the Eagles, they're on a two-game losing streak. Mm. So you know what? I, when it comes to the playoffs, I have more faith in my quarterback than Brock Purdy, and I have more faith in my quarterback than Dak Prescott. So, yes, I do still believe the mm. Eagles are the team to come out of the NFC. So, as it pertains to this game on Sunday, I'm past the whole, I hope they do this, I hope they do that, because they're playing a three-win Cardinals team. What are you demanding to see from them this weekend? Win. That's, That's it? Good. That's it? Win. Wait, win wait a minute. Hold game. on. Wait a minute. What if it's similar to the Giants game? What if it's worse than the Giants game, Dustin? What if it's 20 to, I don't know, 18 or something gross like that? Well, you, you both have seen any given Sunday, right? Yes. Like that, there's a reason that it's called any given Sunday. These dudes are professional athletes, and they, they show up when they need to. And I really do think that our talent on this team come playoff time and the veterans on this team, like, it, I think it's the A.J. The AJ Brown complaining and wanting to be the spotlight. Like, I think once the playoffs come, I think everything's going to get a grip on itself again. I think Jalen, Jalen's not the type of dude to go down that road to let the outsiders, I guess, kind of change the outcome. But I really do see, I, I believe in Jalen Hurts. I, yeah. I know he's struggling, but I truly do believe in Jalen Hurts. I, I mean, we all, Dustin, it's good catching up, man. We, I mean, we, it's, it's not a question of whether we believe in Jalen Hurts or not. It's just he's he was improving, becoming more of a pocket presence as the season progressed, and then he's taken this step back. And for, you know, we're only speculating as to the reasons why he's slowly regressed over this last month, five weeks or so now. It's not about – all right, so Dustin's making me feel a little better then. The experience factor, that although it's been ugly, they won last week. They looked better offensively, even though it was far from perfect. They still had you know, those mistakes that they made that we've been harping on since the performance. Is there something to be said, though, for the experience come playoff time? I might make you feel worse. Oh, God. Well, oh, uh, sometimes the experience, and, and I love Brandon Graham to death, but is there such thing as too much experience where why are we not getting pressure? 
Are we relying too much on this experience who have a lot of miles on their tires? I don't know. Fletcher Cox has been around a long time, and by no means am I putting the blame strictly on those two. I'm just using it as an example of the experience, the experience. Well, I don't know. Did they go back to the well too much, and why are we not getting home? They had one sack against a team who's historically giving up sacks, <laughs> and that was Shaq Leonard. Yeah. So it's not adding up. And then for all the experience on the old side, there's a lot of inexperience like Sidney Brown, who I think – down the road could blossom into something nice, but he's just too raw right now. So I, I don't know if I could fully buy into that. I I saw, speaking of experience versus inexperience, on that final Giants drive um, that the two young guys, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis, were not on the field at all for that for that drive, which is I find that very interesting, how they, they went with experience over youth in that moment. And is James Bradbury, quote, experienced? Yeah. Okay. All right. That that wasn't very nice of you. Mike in Northern Liberties is on WIP. Hey, Mike. Yo, yo. How you guys doing? Doing good, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, long-time listener. I never call, but today I have to call because I agree with Dustin. Why do you give Mad Mike any airtime? <laughs> he is the biggest hater in Philadelphia history. I mean, seriously, between him and Howard Eskin – there's one fraud and there's one dope, and they both use those those <laughs> names all the time, and it's both those guys. All right, well, here's why, Mike. Because, number one, this is just me speaking now, not everybody's going to share the same opinion, right? And if we did, it would be boring. No, it's because every show needs a villain, and those are the two villains. I mean, Howard Eskin calling out Embiid for not showing up for the team, that's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, how, well, right? I, I can't speak for Howard on that, but I'll go with Mad Mike for a moment. All right. Some of so what he Mad- said in this call today was some of it accurate. I know he's a Those hater. Doctors, I know. I, I know he's a hater. a hater. I know he's a hater. But the but this is where this is the problem though. Even though he's a straight up hater, the many of the things he was complaining about while they were winning are now some of the reasons they are losing or looking really bad. So he's not. So the, it's not like he's a total fraud and just sticking to the same script. And, and it, they're all inaccurate. Some of the things he was saying turned out to be very accurate, and that's why I can't I just, just say that. I just think he's a closet Cowboys fan. Well, that's, en- that's entirely possible. You know what's also – we haven't gotten to the root of this yet, and we, we've been trying to get Jack Fritz to go to his house because they don't live too far from each other. I'd be willing to bet, Mike, that uh, – let's say this Sunday. This Sunday, uh, you know, 1 o'clock, right at kickoff. If we were to drive by Mad Mike's house and, and looked in the front window where the living room is – I'd be willing to bet that Mike is dressed from head to toe in Eagles gear. Like, he's got the hat. He's got the Kelly green jersey on. He's even got green sweatpants on. I'd be willing to bet that's more, that's more than likely. You know, it, it very, it's very possible. It's very possible. Maybe he's just too much on the Ike juice. I mean, it's a little early in the day today. But I will say this. He's the biggest hater in Philadelphia history, and it's like I, I just don't even understand why he calls the station. Yeah, no, I, Mike, but, I, I know I, I let you go, man. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm telling you, Broads, I'd be willing to bet anything that if you went by Mad Mike's house, he is one of the biggest fans you'll ever meet. I bet you he's the one that's got the Christmas decorations that are in the green and white, and in one of the, 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 the Christmas lights is an actual Eagles helmet. Would that change people's perspective if they knew he actually was an Eagles fan? Because it seems like majority of the ones that call in and call him out obviously think he loves Dallas. Yeah. I don't know. I'd let my dog poop on the front lawn and not pick it up. <laughs> That's what I'd do. <laughs>
I, oh, God. We have, of course, we have a Cowboys fan online. Steven Downingtown's there. Everybody stay right there. We're going to take more of your phone calls right before we do so. We're going to be joined by an expert. We can give our opinions on the outside looking in about how the Eagles have looked and what to expect this weekend. Now we'll have an expert. Sheil Kapadia coming up next at, three, at 253.